Women Taking the Lead, Episode 252. We tend to think of our legacy as something that we leave behind at the end of our lives. But what would you do differently today if you believed that you had the choice to carve out exactly what you wanted that legacy to be in real time? Manifest that concept and magically you do have that choice. You are your own GPS in your life. Start by having a voice. Say yes by listening to that voice. What's next? Now is your new next. And it really is, Jody, about the moment. It's about what we can do with the time that we have, with our energy in today, with creating that legacy that really tells the best story because we're living it. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I am here with Randy Levin. She is the founder and CEO of Randy Levin Coaching and is a nationally recognized transitional life strategist, Fortune 500 keynote, author, and reinvention expert. Randy supports women in becoming legends in their own lives through redefining legacy as a power tool for change and redirection today. You may have seen her featured in Thrive Global, HuffPost, Better After 50, Reader's Digest, Working Mother Magazine, American Express, Open Forum, or The Wall Street Journal. Randy is also contributing author in Get Results. Randy, such a pleasure to have you here. Woman, you are everywhere. I'm glad I could nail you down so we can get this interview Hi, done. Hi, Thank you so much. Yes. And so if you could let everyone know a little bit more about you and your own humble beginnings. Sure, sure. Um, well, I'm coaching found me. It's my own midlife reinvention. And I'm very purposeful in choosing transition because it was my pivot, my transition midlife. And I think that we all have some version of that, if you would. So people tend to call me sometimes a, a legacy catalyst. And I'm very, very fond of the concept of legacy sort of redefined. I support women in, in shifting their definition around legacy so that they can really drive that legacy, make choices and decisions in the current moment that really impact it so they can be legends in their own lives. And what people love about my story is that it's relatable. Um, you know, I was a child of divorce, many of us are. And when I graduated from college a long time ago, it was the 80s, it was a different time frame. Um, I had uh, my dad say to me, I wanted to go to graduate school and I was thinking about it. And I said, hey, what do you think? And he said, ah, you don't need to do that. He goes, you're going to meet a guy you're going to get married. You're going to have kids. And he said it a couple of times. And Jody, I totally put it in the back of my mind. I didn't think about it. I wanted to be a buyer and be in retailing. And so, you know, I hit the, hit the ground running. I didn't go to graduate school. I, when I graduated from college. I, you know, pursued that dream of, of, of getting into the, the, the executive training programs and getting into the corporate America platform and, and being in, in retail. And I really liked what I was doing um, and really kind of dismissed what he had said. Uh, and then, life played out and I did meet the guy and I did get married and we waited almost a decade, but we did have children. And somewhere in that journey, um, after a decade and a half in, in corporate America, I decided to stay home with my children and nothing wrong with that. 
fabulous that I was, you know, CEO mom of the year. Um, but that wasn't really my legacy. You know, they are my legacy, but they're not this piece that's really personal to who I am. And I kept saying, what am I going to be when I grow up? What's that next thing? And it took me a really long time to get there. And so that's all part of my own reinvent. It wasn't until I understood that legacy wasn't just what I was leaving behind. It was what I could create and bring into the current moment for me. And so I help other women support women in doing just that in their own lives, really being able to take the moment and make that work for them. Mm, I love that, Brandy. And I love how you and I are of the same mind. And I remember in the conversation we had months ago when we first connected, we both were like, yes, yes, totally agree on this, that legacy isn't something you leave for after you've died, right? Your your life isn't about your tombstone and what's written in the obituary. It's what do you want to be known for now? What changes do you want to make now? And some of the questions I even have my clients answer it to, in regards to this um, topic, and it came up on one of the on-air coaching calls is when you're not around, what do you want people to say about you? Right. How do you want other people to describe you to a stranger? You know, those sorts of questions. So I love that you are actively, you know, diving deep into this area, because for me, with my clients, a lot of times we touch on the service surface, but it's so rich and so much you can do. And it can be the catalyst to massive action once somebody Absolutely. gets clear. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because it, it is like a mindset reset. It absolutely turns around your thoughts. So if you are living fearful of something or you are um, maybe feeling very overwhelmed about something or you're having a bad day or you're having a great day, whatever it is, you can turn it around and say, okay, well, what is that next thing I can do? What, where am I at in this? Where do I want my legacy to be? What decision can I make right now? So it's empowering because when you use that as a barometer, it, it helps to clarify Mm-hmm. And Brandy, you know, talking to you, it's hard to imagine that there ever was a time in your life when you didn't feel confident because, you know, in the description at the beginning, you talked about like I was just following a path and doing what I needed to do. But we all know we have those moments. We have those moments of self-doubt that plague us and can hold us back. But luckily, you know, for most of us, like we like a light bulb will go off and we'll suddenly realize what we've been doing and that we're capable of so much more. So if you could, it would be so helpful for this audience to hear one of your playing small stories, one of those times where you held yourself back and the lessons you've learned from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Jody, I had to catch a thief. What? I, had to catch, I had to catch a thief. I was being robbed. And, and that's the story. And we all are at some point or another. We have fears. We all have fears. And they show up and we don't necessarily recognize them when they're showing up. And the same was true for me. So here I was, this powerful stay-at-home mom, CEO of the universe, you know, renovating homes and doing all this at-home stuff, if you would, having had this corporate experience and saying, okay, what's next, but not really taking action on it. Because somehow in my mind, I believe that I had to do this or that, that I somehow maybe couldn't do or manage or balance both of those things. There was no and. And so what I support women in understanding now is there's always an and because there is. And if I had just thought about, can I do this and that, it would have changed the complete trajectory. It would have changed the conversation because the word and opens up opportunity. You may still decide to do what you're already doing, but what could you be doing? 
what would you experiment with? What's some step you can take in that direction? And it wasn't until I was hurling toward a big birthday and my kids were getting older and I was saying, you know, okay, what's this whisper that I really said, okay, so what is my and where is that legacy? What is that opportunity that I could be doing? And I really had to catch a thief and, and I had to say, Hey, wait a minute. I've been playing small here and I didn't need to do that. So yeah, we all have that. I love it. And you know, sometimes it- I know what holds many, you know, not just women, like people back is this notion of how it needs to get done too. Like I can't do this and that because both require me to be doing everything. And that's not true. And I think sometimes when, when we take on a different perspective and we realize like, okay, maybe I can outsource some of this or share responsibilities and, or delegate and that sort of thing. Like all these, uh, all this, like a whole new world becomes possible. But when we get stuck in the framework that it has to be me doing everything, then of course you can't then have and, but you're doing that to yourself. Exactly. You're doing it to yourself and there is always something you can do. So if you've got this, this thought, which the thought I was having for all these years is I want to have my own business, but I didn't know what that meant. Well, so why couldn't I at least explore that? Why was I shutting myself down from, from the research part of that? There's always some piece you can step into, even if you don't have all the time you want or all the resources that you want or all the money that you want in that particular time. Let go of the excuses. Step into one piece of it. Try it on a little bit. Okay, you don't have to decide to do it, but try it. That's the message. <laughs> All right. And Randy, something I'm I'm just I harp on on this podcast all the time is there is no one way to lead. Um, and I'm going to keep repeating it because I know we get new listeners all the time. And so I want the, this message to, to get across. Like sometimes we don't think of ourselves as leaders because we have this notion of what a leader is, kind of like what we were just talking about. We can't step into new ground because we have this notion of how it's supposed to be done or what it's supposed to look like. And if we can all realize that we're all leaders, right? And we all bring our own unique leadership style to the table, and that's fantastic, then I think there'd be more opportunity for women to step up and own their leadership. So, Randy, how would you describe your leadership style? Well, I think the first piece to really think about there is that we are all leaders. I don't care what your job is. If you've ever worked in your life, you are a leader in your own life, and that's where it starts. And it stems out from there and how you show up for that leadership. And I always have. You said you sound really confident, you know, and I do. I always have been. Um, and so I, I lead by doing, by by stepping into the things I say I'm going to do once I commit to them. Of course, you got to get rid of the thief before you commit to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when, but once I'm in, I'm all in. And it's by example. Um, and I do believe in this kind of art of staying in the conversation. So not letting things fall by the wayside once you identify that they're important to you. So whether that's the person you're meeting networking, whether it's the relationship you have with a significant other, whether it's um, the relationship with your clients and maybe, you know, they're done uh, with using you in that moment. Are you staying in that conversation? Where are you showing up? Where are you being genuine? Um, or are you just, you know, moving on to the next thing? So I think it's, it's kind of a, a mindset re, re, rethink, if you would, a little tweak, um, and being able to stay current, stay in the conversation with the things that are important to you and, and not be afraid to, to do and, and show other people what you're doing. Yeah. 
I love that balance you you just expressed of your state of being and then state of doing, right? Start with being, you know, mm-hmm. and when you're ready for action, take action. Yeah. Love yeah, it. absolutely. And Randy, what is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? Well, one thing I think I just shared with you, I am so excited that I um, I love to travel. And so it just so happened that starting in 2019, I will be doing um, some retreats. Uh, I have one kicking off on the uh, 28th of April to May 5th in Italy. And so I'll be facilitating with this uh, wonderful woman, Leslie Ender, um, from Streetwise Adventure Travel. She has a boutique travel business. Um, and it will be cultural immersion and personal immersion because I'll be doing workshops and walk and talks and, and wine and dines and people will have access to me during the trip. And, and it, I think it will be a really wonderful uh, connect and pause, if you would, for 10 very lucky women who will be on this trip. So I'm very excited about that. Something completely different. And is there a particular theme or focus to yes. the content that you're going to be delivering? There is. It's it's the now is your new next retreat. So it's all about renewing, but renewing from the current moment. Where where are you now? Where are you now? What can you do from this moment forward? What got you here? And how do you step into this this legacy that we were talking about for yourself? Oh, I love that. I just had Deb Elbaum on my podcast doing a bonus episode to talk about some neuroscience and ways to build confidence. And one of the things that we quoted from our conversation is, you know, you can't decide on where you're going to get to until you've determined where you are now. Correct. Like, there's no point. <laughs> point. If you don't know where you are, you're not going to have clarity on where you're going. So you really have to assess that. And it's not a one and done. And that, that's that's the thing. You don't assess it now and then never look back. You know, it, it's something that you have to keep looking in at, you know, once a year, twice a year. You know, what is my why? What's my purpose? Am I in alignment on the things that, that I say I'm, I'm doing and want to do? Am I using the moment? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are my values today? Our values change also, you know, as, as we age. So taking a look back in at that and refreshing that for yourself and being really clear about it is a really good departure point of, you know, building out what's next for yourself. Yeah. And how far I've come. What I, you know, it's amazing to me sometimes when people are being hard on themselves and they're like, oh, I feel like I'm failing or I'm not getting anywhere. And I'll ask a question like, well, what have you accomplished in the last five years? Like, how far have you come in the last five? All of a sudden, the conversation changes. Like, oh, my God, five years ago, I was doing this, that, the other thing. Like, we lose appreciation of what we've accomplished because we're so focused on where we, what we haven't accomplished yet. Exactly. And that's what we see first. And so it's really important. And I do some really nice um, exercises and workshop stuff with this. Looking back and, 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 and challenging yourself to uh, really celebrate the successes, you know, even if they're tiny, even for something that may not have worked out, what did work out with it? What what really came of that? Did you learn something from it? Um, or were there, were there components of it that were absolutely stellar, but in the end, you just didn't finish that project or, you know, get to the end result you said you were going to. It didn't mean it wasn't a success. So we want to be able to take a look at, you know, all those successes and really be able to, to celebrate them, acknowledge them, honor them, love them, because they're part of us. It's part of our growth. Marking our growth. And Randy, on the flip side of things, what what would you say is the biggest leadership or business challenge that you're faced with right now? And we'll see if there's an opportunity for coaching. (laughs) 
along the lines of, of, of lead by, by walk, walking your talk, I'm very much going to be doing that. Um, in the next year to 18 months or so, um, I'm going to be downsizing my home, which is in, in northern New Jersey, um, and moving uh, really to two locations. Uh, my, my business is mostly virtual at this point, and I'm very fortunate and lucky that I, I can do that. Uh, but with that, you know, there's letting go of things that you've had. There's unknown of where you're going and meeting people. And, and what that's going to be and what that life is going to look like in different places. Um, and really staying true to wanting to document that, Jody. I almost kind of want to really bring that into my business, even though I know there'll be certain aspects of, of things that I'm going to have to power down with even in that. You know, you can't do everything all at once. In order to step into this, i got to let go of that. But I want to be stay really accountable to it because I, I am all about transformation and mm -hmm. this is yet another transformation. So I want to be able to step into that and document and, and be able to share that with um, my community uh, in a meaningful way, because I think most people go through it at some time or another. I think that's a beautiful thing. And Randy, I really want to acknowledge, like I can hear the excitement in your voice and a little bit of trepidation too, because you exactly. don't know. Right? No. <laughs> and add that extra layer of you're going to document it as it's happening, right? So there's going to be, you know, this recording of what you experienced, how you responded to it. And that's very brave and very vulnerable. And I really want to honor that because I will often say to my clients who are coaches, especially because as coaches, we get certified and we're taught skills and techniques and all this stuff. But a lot of the richness of our coaching comes from our own experience, you know, to be able to say to somebody, I've been where you are right now. Mm -hmm. And I got through it. Your journey may not look exactly like mine, but I know where the pitfalls are, you know, and I, and I know where you can advance, right? I've been bloodied on the battlefield. <laughs> exactly. And we're all talking about change all the time. Even if, if we're not showing up and say, okay, I'm changing my life now, things are changing around us and there's always a known that's a part of it. And so, you know, kind of really getting up close and personal with the unknown and what you do with it and how you work with it. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I think there's a, a, a bigger message than I probably even know about in all of this. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to it on, on multiple levels. Definitely. And how do you plan on recording your journey? What is that going to look like? I don't know. I, I know it'll be some sort of journaling of, of some kind and maybe Facebook lives, maybe something in blog posts, you know, that I keep a uh, running, running something on. Maybe it's a book. I, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. Not sure. Um, I think I kind of have to see how that all plays out and where these elements are, but I, I can definitely, um, if I have to guess, there's going to be some, some incredible uh, opportunity for, for blogging around all different topics, um, particularly as they uh, affect women of a certain age, you know, moving through our lives, you know, how we power up and power down out of, out of certain aspects of, of the things we do um, and what the pluses and minuses are to that. So I'm not really sure yet what that is, um, but I, I know that I'm, that I'm definitely going to do it. So yeah, you're definitely a writer. I can definitely, cause that yeah. would not be a hardship for you. That's just a natural part of what you do and how you express yourself. So it makes sense that that would be a part of it. And yes, if there are other layers, other multimedia, it would depend on like what you're feeling in yeah. the mo in the yeah. moment. Cause you do want it to be genuine. Yes, you know. I want it to be genuine, but, you know, it, you want it to be relatable to other people. And, and you know, obviously what I share is, is are the things that, that I hope will support um, 
others in, you know, making decisions in their lives and stepping in and out of different things and, and trying to do it with as much grace as possible, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So really, you know, like, again, like, I, I really want to honor you. This sounds fantastic. It is a challenge, but it sounds like a natural challenge. And you're doing, how do I want to say this? Like, you're doing the work to prepare yourself for it and also have it look exactly the way it's going to look at, at the moment. You're not overthinking it. You're not overguessing it. Or like you haven't mapped out the plan. You don't have the plan so nailed down that there isn't flexibility in it. You're keeping it kind of open so that you can uh, be genuine in whatever experience you're having as you're going through it. And I have to say I'm, I'm manifesting the opportunity because I'd like to believe that's what I'm doing at least. Yeah. <laughs> I do see it as, as an, I mean, it's an opportunity all the way around. It's an opportunity to do the things I always said I was going to do and live in the places I've always said I wanted to live. And it's also an opportunity to be able to share some of that in within, you know, my own circle, my own business, um, and give that back in some way. So I think there's pieces that will help other people or, you know, certainly the, the things I learned that work and the things I learned that don't work will all be out there. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> and you probably already thought about this too, but definitely have that person that you can go to that you can be completely vulnerable with, right? If it's all falling apart and you're having a major breakdown and it's not something that you're comfortable blogging about in the moment, just make sure you have that outlet because we all need that sacred space. We can't be a hundred percent, you know, available, you know, to the world at large. You definitely have to have, you know, something that is, is just for you, um, with somebody you trust implicitly. Agree. And I also think there's a certain amount of kindness to oneself that has to enter into anything major we do, any decisions we make for any changes in our lives. We, we have to be kind to ourselves. Yes. And, and that means that, you know, we have to really think about that may not come as naturally to some of us in, in those type of moments where there's a lot going on. So mm -hmm. forgive, <laughs> forgive, forgive, forgive yourself and embrace you know, your humanity. <laughs> allow yourself to, you know, do that are, that are pleasant for you that may have nothing to do with this agenda at hand. Um, and, and know that it's okay to, you know, give yourself permission to make some decisions that may not have been the decision you would have made had you not been doing all these other things. But, you know, in this moment, you need to make that decision. Um, for this week or this day or this month or whatever it is. So it's a lot of permission giving, I think. <laughs> I love it. All right, Randy, now we're going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader? Well, do you remember, you know, back in the IPEC days, I remember distinctly when I signed up for, for coaching, okay, to go back and get my certification. And I remember whoever it was who was on the phone with me at the time, you know, eagerly taking my credit card, um, they said to me, okay, so just start. And I said, what do you mean? Just start. What, what does that mean? I haven't taken class one. How can I start? Who's going to take me seriously? See, there's that thief coming up again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's excuses coming up again. And I thought about it and I thought, well, gosh, I, I can start, but that it's a little step. So what can I do? Well, I, I need to get a LinkedIn and I need a Facebook business page and any business cards that I need to figure out where I'm networking. I guess that's starting. And so that's my mantra really is, you know, say yes now and figure it out later in, in a big way, because the most important piece is, is that button we push that says, okay, now I can mm. do, I can do it. And there's no one right time. There's no one right way. There's no, you know, all things working out or all things not. 
we just have to take that half step forward, if you would. We have to be able to um, step into the thing we want without overthinking it. And and that moment was a real departure because I really thought about what they said. I was kind of startled. Like, what do you mean start? Can't start. You know, this is I started. I gave I gave you money. I'm starting a program now. Begin. Start coaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I just, you know, I kind of take that forward in, and I look back even on, on a lot of things I've done in my life. And there were many instances where I did that and never even realized I was doing it. But it's a very important piece not to hold ourselves back, not to hold ourselves hostage, to wait for something to be perfect, to wait for something to have all its, all its pieces put in play for us. Because we could wait forever, you know. What can you do right now? Where's the piece that you can take forward? And what advice would you give your younger self? Hmm. <laughs> what advice wouldn't we give our younger selves, right? Believe in yourself. And and what I like to say now, I'm quoting myself here, is is success is a three-letter word. And that three-letter word is now. It's now. It's about the moment. So it's not a dress rehearsal. So believe in yourself and hear those whispers and know that they, that you got this. You can do this. And if this particular thing doesn't work out, there'll be some other thing that will work out for you. But the important piece is to, to not hold yourself back on it, be able to um, explore and, and be curious about the things you most want. Now share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. Okay. It's my own quote. You probably know that was coming. <laughs> okay. So here it goes. We tend to think of our legacy as something that we leave behind at the end of our lives. But what would you do differently today? If you believed that you had the choice to carve out exactly what you wanted that legacy to be in real time, manifest that concept and magically you do have that choice. You are your own GPS in your life. Start by having a voice. Say yes by listening to that voice. What's next? Now is your new next. And it really is, Jody, about the moment it's about what we can do with the time that we have, with our energy in today, with creating that legacy that really tells the best story because we're living it. And lastly, Randy, what is the best way for this community to connect with you? Oh, absolutely. Best way is on my website, um, and it's randylevincoaching.com. That's R-A-N-D-I-L-E-V-I-N coaching.com. And I have on the um, about page, on the, on the home page, a tab that says Let's Talk. And I would love to get in the conversation with you. So if somebody would like to uh, hit that tab, it opens to my calendar, and we can have a virtual coffee um, and, you know, stay in, stay in the conversation with each other. You can also email me at randy at randylevincoaching.com. Dot com. And I also have a free offer, Jody, for your community. Love it. <laughs> and it's it's something I'm very, very proud of because I, I know it works. I've, I've done it myself. And it's something that, that a lot of people have asked me for. It's a 52-week self-guided challenge called How to Balance Your Life. And it's a PDF graphic that will bring balance back into your life every day. And it's free of charge. And you can access it at the following link. It's randylevincoaching.com forward slash balance. 
randylevincoaching.com forward slash balance. That's amazing. Thank you, Randy. And for those of you listening, you know, if I know sometimes you're on the run, you're in the car, you don't have a chance to jot all this down. You can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com. And if you put Randy's name in the search bar and she spelled it R-A-N-D-I, her show notes page will pop right up. You'll have those links to her website, her email address, her freebie there, the PDF on how to get balance back in your life, as well as some social media links. So you can connect with her on your favorite platform. And Randy, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Thank you, Jody. I enjoyed it. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.